0: In the Odd Data Podcast in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Odd Data Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dead Out. You can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com and on all the social media places at odd dad Out, And this is the show where I ramble and rant and tell you whatever the hell's going on in my life. I make fun of some weird shit from the news, and man, today is some weird shit. And I tell you about a podcast that I think you should check out, because I just like telling you about podcasts that I think you should check out. <laughs> I, I, I am a simple person. Simple, simple. Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't know. Ever since Paul told me about like how he enjoys the intro so much now, I'm just like, ah, I got to turn it up to 11. I don't know. <laughs> it's fun. I don't know. Just knowing that the more I the more I, I dial this up to 11, the, the worse it's going to be for him. Anyway, <laughs> how are you doing out there in internet land? You beautiful person listening, you... <sighs> I don't know why I'm being so (laughs) hyper. I don't know. Lately, when I've been starting the show, I've just been like, get super hyper. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I have no clue why. (laughs) But that's not what I'm here to talk about. Sorry if I just blew your ears out there. I'll try and fix that in post. So today... (laughs) I wanted to talk about something that happened just like to me in the last couple of days. It was just so amazing that I can't believe that I let it go on this long. I can't believe that it has taken this long for this to happen, especially because I enjoy this so much. The other day, my youngest son, who basically we hang out all day now. That's our thing. All the older boys are in school now. Now it's just me and Sam, who if you remember from last week, he just turned four. He comes up to me on Tuesday, I believe it was. And says, daddy, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And believe it or not, this is an incredibly unusual question. It's a very unusual thing in this house. It probably is super, super normal for every other parent out there. Unless, you know, you got a peanut allergy or something, but that's a whole other issue. But in most cases, a four-year-old asking for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is a completely normal thing. Except here. Because we don't carry jelly in our house. Sam has never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in his life. And I realize there are some people out there who, who are now picking their jaws up off the floor. Like, How in the hell has a four-year-old never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? What is going on? What kind of terrible apple parent are you? So here's the deal. We tried it. <laughs> We're four kids in. At this point, we're kind of set in our shopping ways, and we've just not gone on with experimenting a lot. So but here's the thing. I love peanut butter and jelly. More specifically, I love peanut butter with strawberry preserves, which I don't care what you say. That is the the king mighty of, of fruit-based sandwich spreads. Good, chunky, strawberry preserves, something where you're going to probably bite into a half a strawberry in that thing change my mind (laughs) i that is the best well the thing about this is when we started having kids with charlie and with damien and at that time my mother-in-law lived with us and she ate peanut butter and jelly she would go get jelly she would hey put it on the list because she what do you? Well, we're making sandwiches for the boys, and at some point in their whatever, Charlie and Damien, both completely independently, decided they don't like jelly on their sandwiches. They just don't like it. I've tried strawberry, I've tried standard grape jelly. We've tried a bunch of stuff. But the older two, when we were you know when they were little little, they didn't like jelly. They just wanted plain peanut butter sandwiches. And as they got older, they started liking peanut butter with honey. Like, okay, fine. They like peanut butter and honey. No peanut butter and jelly. Fine, weirdos. But we let it go. It just kind of became the thing. It was like, okay, fine. We're not going to buy jelly because they're not going to eat it. And I'm not going to eat it fast enough to justify buying it. So we just don't. We just have peanut butter. You have peanut butter and a giant honey bear. So... When Bug was born, we didn't even bother testing that because even if he did like it, well, the other two aren't going to eat it. So again, we're in the same situation of we're not going to go through it fast enough to justify the expense. So we're not going to buy jelly. And if he doesn't like it, we just wasted another jar of jelly. So we just, we didn't. And so the older three, they're not eating peanut butter and jelly. They're eating peanut butter and honey. So when Sam is born and now he's eating sandwiches and stuff he's never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich before and he's he loves peanut butter and honey just like the other boys so it was really weird to me when out of nowhere he's like dad i want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and i asked him like why do you want peanut butter and jelly you've never had peanut butter and jelly before like i don't know i just want it and he's like that He's, he's just kind of like Matter of factly, he's like, yeah, no, I just, I just want a peanut butter and jelly. I was like, well, we don't have any jelly buddy, but I'll get you some. So that night I had to make a, a stop at the store because every year for Charlie's birthday, we send him to school with a crap ton of cookies, which we do. And so for Charlie's birthday, which was just yesterday, if you're listening to this on release day, which, cause this probably isn't going to go out any decent time. But just know that Charlie's birthday was this (laughs) week. Oh, God, I have a 10-year-old now. That's scary. It's one more thing to make me feel ancient. But (laughs) so I I had to go that night to stop and get cookies on my way home from work. So I was like, you know what? Sam asked for jelly. I'm going to grab jelly. So I grabbed just a small jar of strawberry preserves. So yesterday morning, making lunch, and I'm like, hey, Sam look what I got for you. And I pull out this jar of jelly and he's like, I want to try it. I want to try it. And he's super excited. And he's like yelling at me because he wants to try it before I put it on his sandwich. He wants to try it, which makes sense. Fine. So I, you know, kind of uh, mix it up and I give him a little bit. And he just like, Oh my God, this is the best. I want like, and so I go ahead and I make him a peanut butter and jelly and bleh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you know, with strawberry preserves. And I'm gonna admit these are not this is not the best strawberry preserves by far. It was Walmart brand, and I I should have really shelled out and gotten Welch's or something. But whatever, in the future I probably will because I forgot I don't really like the strawberry preserves from Walmart. It's it's yeah, just a kind of bland. Anyway. Me and my neurotic preferences for things, but I go ahead and make up this peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And, and I'm one of those people. If you're going to do peanut butter and jelly, you got to lay the peanut butter on really thick and you got to good, you know, get a good amount on there. You don't want to be skimpy on a PB and J. And I was like, you know what? I haven't had one of these in forever. I'm going to make one for myself. And again, I'm not a huge fan of the Walmart preserves, but it does the job. I made this peanut butter and strawberry jelly sandwich for Sam and one bite in he's his eyes just super wide. He's just, Oh my God. So just blown away. Like I just completely changed this child's world (laughs) by putting something different on his sandwich. And he was so excited I was like, Dad, this is the greatest sandwich ever! I can't believe this is the best sandwich I've ever had in my life. I like, I, I've never seen anybody so excited ever. More peanut butter sandwich. But damn it, this was enjoyable. <laughs> I'm just like lighting up because none of the rest of them like peanut butter and jelly, and I don't know why. They're I don't see how in the world my children could not just devour peanut butter sandwiches because even as an adult, up until they came along and made it so I didn't have jelly in the house, I would eat peanut butter and jelly on a regular basis. Why not? I don't care. I'm an adult. I have peanut butter jelly if I want to. I like peanut butter and jelly. Screw you guys. Nah. (laughs) Yeah. I ate all my peanut butter and jellies before I had kids because my kids don't like them cause they're weird. But now I got one that does and he hangs out with me all day. So now I'm going to have peanut butter and jelly hell of a lot more often. <laughs> now he's all super excited for his peanut butter and jelly. And I even tried to get the other boys, uh, making their lunches for today. And I was like, Hey, do you guys want to, I got jelly. Do you guys want to have peanut butter and jelly and have something different? I'm like, no, I don't like jelly. Man. Fuck you then. <laughs> Sam and I are going to have all the jelly to ourselves. <laughs> okay. I didn't tell my kids, fuck you for not liking jelly, but you know, in my head, <laughs> but I, I, I just had to share that because I was just the idea and it. Just how it, that in, and I had a four year old who had never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and damn it. He liked it. And now I'm happy about that. And I'm going to start getting good jelly (laughs) instead of the the crappy Walmart kind. And we're going to have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all the time. And fuck, I might even start taking them to work because why the hell not? Because up to this point, the only way I've had a peanut butter and jelly, that was the other thing. The only, I've had peanut butter and jelly as an adult with my kids because I would buy the Uncrustables. That's how we would do it. I would get those Uncrustables, those frozen peanut butter sandwiches that you just, you know, refrigerate. Or you like take them out and they defrost as they are supposed to like stick them in your kid's lunchbox and then they defrost as they, as they go through the day. Yeah. We used to buy those for me, <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've had some of those, but you know what? They're not as good as just making it your damn self. Just saying. So that, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> I just wanted to share that because it was just so amazing to me and my, my wonderful peanut butter experience. And thus ends the happy fun clean part of the show (laughs) because after the break i'm gonna come back with another state of news that i didn't plan but damn it i just had to make a we're just we're gonna make a full 180 on the news just saying (laughs) i will be right back Ah, fantastic testimonies Thanks guys Absolutely genuine and real (laughs) And if you want to give a genuine testimony as well Go ahead and search for IMDB Journey You can find us on all your favourite podcast sites Including iTunes, Stitcher and Spotify
1: So come along and join our journey Okay Dimitri, remember We're announcing the second season of 2000DC Action Hey, it's your boy, Dimitri, announcing season two of the satirical sitcom podcast, 2000DC. Okay, okay, um, one request. Say it a little, I don't know, better? (laughs) What do you mean by better, Alex? I don't know, say it again, but like, softer, so it's more approachable, you know, your loving guy. Hey, everyone, um, Dimitri here, announcing, uh... Cut, cut, cut. (laughs) Maybe a little louder. Action. Hey, everyone! You know what, actually, scratch, scratch the yelling... (laughs) How about we try it this time? Suave. Give me with a suave vibe. Hey, everyone. Even worse. I'm so sorry I even asked. (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't worry so much about it and just skip to the part where we tell people about what platforms they can find the show on. I mean, sure, we can sit here and say, you can find 2000DC, a sitcom podcast on Podbean and various other platforms. That is the important part. (laughs) I want this title up in headlights. I want to hear people think, huh, that's going to be the bee's knees. We've been at this for three days, man. Three days! And it might be four with that attitude. Okay, ready? (sighs) From the top from the top
0: <laughs> bullshit from the news oh fair warning i'm i'm just going to say it i told you that the news is taking a full 180 degree flip and this is another one of those weeks of news that has a theme that i didn't plan so I'm just going to tell you right now, all of the news has to do with penises. Yeah, I totally didn't mean it. But, you know, when I'm scrolling through stuff and I'm looking at the stories and it was like, oh, fuck, they're all dick stories. <laughs> so I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> but honestly, I I I couldn't pass them up. And it really just became a case of what order am I going to share these in? <laughs> I just I have to. So we're going to start off light. okay. Not exactly light. It has to do with child porn. But starting off, man caught with child porn after spilling gravy on his computer. And I swear I've talked about this before or I've heard somebody else talk about this. It's a kind of an older story. I think it popped back up again. I think maybe he's got a court date or something coming up. I don't know. But, yeah. So, guy in Iowa basically was charged with possession of child porn because he spilled gravy on his laptop and went and got a new one. He took it into Best Buy, had geek squad transfer all of the files from his old gravy computer into his new one. And as they were moving them, they found a lot of pictures and files that they turned out to be child porn. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, what's bad is there are people that are going to sit there. Oh, now we know the geek squad is looking at your files. They're going through all your stuff. You can't trust them with anything. Look, Look, I had child porn. Fuck them. So apparently he had pictures of four and five year olds that appeared to be um, approximating sex acts or something. I don't know. The, the The story that I'm looking at is incredibly vague and, and all things considered kind of wanted to be that way. All you have to know is guy was arrested for child porn because he spilled gravy on his computer and let's not get into the minutiae of sick pervert guy. Yeah, moving right along from that dickhead. Uh, I, I'm not intending to use all of the penis references, But, you know, uh, I think it just is going to subconsciously happen because it's all uh, dick news. But, (laughs) I feel bad. Man goes to hospital about knee pain, finds out his penis is turning to bone. Yeah. Heard that right. Penis turning to bone. So, a, a man... Uh, in a, a subject of a new medical study, because they're like, how the fuck is this happening? A 63 year old man, basically, dude fell down. Um, he he was kind of having trouble walking. He had knee pain. He went to the emergency room, and when they're doing the X rays, they decide, you know, he fell down. He he's an older guy. We're gonna make sure he didn't, you know, break a hip or anything. So they do a full pelvic X ray. And in the case of his x-ray, let's see. <laughs> Diagnosis of penile ossification along the entire penile shaft was suspected. Yeah. Let that sink in. <laughs> Guy goes in for knee pain because he fell down. X-ray. um, Dude's penis is bone. Holy shit. Holy shit. So all they know, because basically after they did this, the guy took off and they couldn't find him. Like after they were like, Hey, do you, are you aware of this thing? The dude bolts? They're like, Hey, we want to do some more tests Uh Uh, and he's gone. And so they have not been able to track this guy down. All they have basically is what like the lab work and the x-rays and stuff they did. But wow. So apparently this is a super, it's not unheard of, but it's super rare. There are like, it says there's less than 40 reported cases ever. There are only there are less than 40 reported cases of this worldwide. I don't know. I, I don't know how you would... Would you know how to... What you would... Do? Yeah. <laughs> if if you had that going on... I mean, you imagine this is probably a slow process. So probably something you just kind of are used to. But when it's turning to bone... And for those of you who aren't aware of the... the we're going to do a quick anatomy lesson. The, the, the male genitalia is basically made of spongy tissue... With a lot of blood vessels in it, and and uh, growth occurs from those blood vessels being filled with blood. But it's basically spongy tissue. There's no bone in there. Just to, to again, for for anatomical reasons, humans are the only animals, the mammals, that don't have a bone in there. We have spongy tissue and blood vessels that make things work. Anatomy lesson over. So if I'm wondering. It's not even like there's cartilage there because there's cases where like if you break cartilage, it can uh, heal bone can heal over it. And so there's no cartilage. There's nothing in there to turn to bone. So I'm like, what's turning to bone? This is really a, ah, yeah. Find this guy, study him. And I don't mean study him like, you know, strap him to a chair like a lab monkey because, you know, we don't do that to monkeys anymore. We're not supposed to. But you know, let's not make a lab out of this guy, but they, we need to find out. They need to do some they need to find this guy. Cause one way or another, that sucks. I mean, he's 63. I don't know what he's using it for at this point. I mean, fine. But still, holy shit, dude. Uh, uh don't yell at me for this transition. I, I'm I just I, I don't know any other way to transition. From this story. <laughs> I, I I really don't. Please don't hate me. Oh, but from one hard penis to another. Oh, I'm sorry. It's time for the jackass of the week. Man left with two week erection after letting a one night stand inject drugs into his penis. <sighs> and I should clarify, this is two weeks as of the date of publication because it still hasn't been remedied. A British musician try and say that multiple times. I'm I'm pulling the curtain back. That took me a few tries. A British musician has been in the hospital with a life-threatening erection for over two weeks after having unprescribed penile enhancement drugs injected into his penis long story short guys out at the clubs he meets this hot nurse chick she's like hey let's go back to your place so She pulls out a syringe and it was like, hey, I'm going to, you know, inject you with this stuff and it's going to make it really awesome. Well, she injects it straight into his junk (laughs) to quote, I thought, why not? What could possibly go wrong? Everything, everything could possibly go wrong. Don't let anybody come near your junk with needles and syringes when you don't know what it is. You don't know. It could have been battery acid. You don't know. She could have been some psycho. Apparently she might have been kind of a psycho, but not all knowing the end of the story and knowing the beginning of the story. Let's, let's get into the the middle where she's not exactly a, uh, she's not, it's not her fault. It's not. So here we go. So the next morning he wakes up, still hasn't gone down. He ends up, going out to a parade. And he puts his roommate's wine cooler over it and shoved it in his pants. Days later, still not down. This is like, you know, when you have the Viagra commercials, if the erection lasts for more than four hours, please see your doctor. Asshole did not go and see the doctor. (laughs) So, turns out, He was injected with alprostatal? Alprostatal. I don't know. It's a, uh, it makes blood vessels expand. If if we'd go back to our anatomy lesson from the last story. So it basically makes you bigger by making the blood vessels down there bigger. So here's the problem. This guy was on HIV medication and had already taken Viagra, which would have been much more useful to him. So she injects him with something to make him bigger while he's already taken something to make him harder. And oh yeah, he's on HIV meds. Bad reaction. Basically now everything's stuck. There we are. I'm pretty sure he shouldn't be taking Viagra with HIV meds, but that's just me. I don't know if it doesn't specify what HIV meds it. I don't know if he's HIV positive, negative, what, or if it's a case of there is that medication you can get now that basically neutralizes your system to where it, it's designed for people who say you have a partner who is HIV positive positive. And it basically is, they take this med, you take these these meds, and it keeps the disease from transferring. I don't know if it's that, but whatever he's on, he's on HIV meds and Viagra, and then gets injection in his junk, and now it won't go down. And two weeks later, they have, oh, I'm cringing as I read this. They've they the doctors are trying. He's been admitted to the hospital and he they're they're oh, so much pain. They've tried pushing a 7-inch plastic nail down his urethra. I'm I'm I all of you gentlemen out there who just cringed, trust me, I'm with you. Uh without anesthetic cuz why not? And they've tried using needles to with to withdraw the blood and, and relieve those blood vessels. They tried taking a vein out of his leg to drain the blood out. He is still in the hospital hooked up on blood thinners. His friends have actually started to go fund me for this guy because he's, he's stuck in bed in a hospital bed because At this point, it's like to say it's life-threatening. It's it's really a case of blood is not going where it needs to. It's not circulating right there, and whatever is causing this, things like this don't stay stay isolated. You know, all of these drugs are obviously still in his system and are still messing with his system. They've got to do something to alleviate this. I'm trying to like they got to find some way to neutralize those medications somehow whatever damage it did, but man, that's, I I feel for this guy, I do, but this is his own damn fault, and and I hate saying it this way, because this guy is going through some shitty shit right now, this has just got to be the most agonizing thing in the world right now, but on top of all of this, this guy's day job, he writes erotica, yeah. Which is probably why he was totally willing to hook up with a kinky nurse who's going to inject stuff into him. Is he he writes erotica. He writes he's a sex writer. So, he's out there having experiences to have experiences to write about and now he's literally afraid to have sex ever again. Yeah. <laughs> I love, the story ends with with a quote from him. My advice to anyone with a penis is be careful when you take Viagra and don't let anyone come near your cock with an injection because it's not worth it. I couldn't have said it better myself. All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna take one more break. Play you some more promos and I will be right back with this week's much less painful recommended listening release the clowns i'm megan i'm Arja. and we host oh no lit
1: class a comedy literature podcast that tells you all the strange and sexy facts you never knew about the books you had to read in school
0: Every episode is a fun, foul-mouthed spark notes for your ears, filled with author bios, plot summaries, bad impressions,
1: and Megan singing.
0: It's mostly you that sings.
1: No, I sing well, she sings poorly. That's not true. So come listen to us ruin classic literature one book at a time at onolickclass.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, no, licklass. we're for kids. No, we're not. Hey Sasha, hey Courtney, where can you get hot takes about ghosts, cryptids, farts, and cats? I don't know, where? On our podcast, Spoop Hour. Oh, that's right. Each week, we talk about the things that spook us out, and we laugh through our fear. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Spoop Hour, and you can listen to our podcast on iTunes, Podbean,
0: or really anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Feel free to also drop us a line at spoophour at gmail.com. We want to hear about your ghosts. Thanks. Recommended listening. (laughs)
1: A fighter that size couldn't get this deep into space on its own. Must have gotten lost, been part of a convoy or something. Well, he ain't going to be around long enough to tell anybody about us. Look at him. He's heading towards that small moon. I think I can get him before he gets there. He's almost in range. That's no moon. It's a red nose. It's too big to be a red nose. I have a very bad feeling about this. Yes, Chewie. It looks like the Emperor's unleashed the most destructive power in the galaxy. He's released the clowns. God damn it. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, there goes my time, show. Release the clowns. Okay, Griff, this is the crucial scene. We have to nail this one if this is going to be the searing indictment of female sexual exploitation we dreamed of making.
0: Mm, spot on, Aiden. We're not making generic
1: misery porn here. This is important. And it all comes down to this dead girl. What's her name? She's every woman, Griff. In death she judges us all. The script says corpse. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. That's about right. Uh, mm. Corpse? Is that a name now? Shush, corpse. We don't need distractions. I don't know, guys. This doesn't look quite right. I think it's the way she's laying. I see dead, but not tragic consequence of toxic masculinity. What if we were to shift her slightly so we see more face? Good idea. Angela, could you just adjust her slightly? Like so? Oi! Try more the other way. Oh, this? Great. And extend her leg slightly? Stop that! Slightly more, so we can see some thigh. Get off! That's better. Now we're getting to the truth about violence against women. There's still something not quite right, though. What is it? The violence is clear, but we have to see sexual violence. Yeah, yeah. Oh! I know. Uh, what if we twist her slightly at the pelvis so we see her front and back? Oh, yeah, good idea, yeah. Yeah. Tits and us, you mean? You know what, corpse? I'm starting to think you're not really interested in taking on the forces of male repression. Right. Angela, could you just do uh, the... Oh, oh, is this good? Ow. Perfect. But I still think we could do more to underline the insidious nature of the systematic abuse of young girls. What if we got the badge on her school blazer more and a shot? Oh, yeah. And undid
0: the next two buttons on her blouse? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and got some lippy on her, yes. What have you got, Angela? Um, oh, harlot scarlet? That glistens nicely. Yeah. Great, that's just the ticket. Uh-huh. You're worse than they are, you know. Don't move, you'll smear it. How's that?
0: Yeah. Now that... ...is a sexy corpse. Yeah!
1: High five! I reckon any predatory pedophiles... ...watching this... ...are gonna be feeling... ...pretty uncomfortable now. Release the Clowns!
0: Release the Clowns! ...is a... ...sketch comedy podcast... ...from the UK... ...and if you couldn't already tell by the accents in that clip and holy crap, this is one of those where when they first started this show, I, I kind of connected with them very, very early on. I kind of had some interaction with them on, on in the Twitter verse, but based on the name of the show and the, I wasn't really sure what it was. And so I didn't listen to it. That was it. I didn't. And recently I remember hearing that uh, for their 50th episode, Paul Chomo from Varmint, because you know that name, uh, Paul had done a little piece for them for, as part of their 50th episode. And I was like, OK, if Paul is friends with the guys from Release the Clowns, this has got to be good. This has got to be going back worth going back and listening to because I really I had no clue what this show was. But it was like going with a name like Release the Clowns, I'm like, OK, it's got to be some sort of funny. Unless you're one of those people that hates clowns like my wife. And then that's a whole other thing. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to go check this out. So I listened. I went back a few episodes. And turned like, holy shit, this show is funny. It is a, a sketch comedy. There's a certain level of improv. But it's a sketch comedy show where they're all little micro things. They're, they're maybe a minute, two minutes. I don't think there's a sketch on there more than like five minutes at most. And they're just these bite-sized little silly things. And they're hilarious. And it's really kind of funny because I've noticed, at least in the ones that I've listened to, there seems to be kind of one theme. There might be like one continuous storyline of of skits that goes through the entire episode. Very much in... I wanted to go back to a lot of like, the sketch comedy stuff like all that and let a lot less SNL because SNL is just little skits and what they do. But with release, the clowns is much more like in living color and all that and mad TV and some of the other, like I think it was Nickelodeon roundhouse did some of that stuff too, way back where there was a, a, a common thread that would follow in a lot of, in, a couple of skits that would span the whole thing. Like it was, here's one big skit that we're going to split up. And then a bunch of other, other bits that break up the story. And it's, 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 it's hilarious. And some of them are like, one that I listened to was basically a a corrupt cop. That's pulling people over and ticketing them for the most ridiculous things, including a woman who had a baby on board on their, in their car, but there was no baby on board, stuff like that. (laughs) And, and just shaming people. I was like, you realize how dangerous it is. And I'm not, I'm not, fuck that. I'm not going to do the accent because they're actually English and they're going to get mad at me. But on top of everything and all of the hilarity, this show has a massive. When I looked up the show on Podbean and to try and get kind of information about them, and they have the About Us page, there are 20 people in this cast between all the people who are writing and acting and the improv people and all of the different voice actors and all of the different characters. There are 20 people listed in at the bottom. It says, we're sure we've missed somebody, but it was like you listed 20 people and you still don't know if that's everybody. Holy shit. And it's just, it's, it's just a bundle of laughs. It is. If you don't like clowns, don't look at the app, at at the, the show art. But other than that, It is a damn funny show. Just hands down, it is just damn funny. If you at all enjoy sketch comedy of any variety, you've got to listen to Release the Clowns. You just have to. It's just fucking hilarious. (laughs) That's all I can say. That is Release the Clowns at releasetheclowns.podbean.com. Of course, links are going to be in the show notes and in the recommended listening page at odddatapodcast.com. But that is going to do it for me for this week. Thank you again because you're awesome, you beautiful, awesome listener person. You... Remember, all the links to all those crazy assholes that I just talked about in the news and all their uh, erectile dysfunctions or excessive functions, whatever you want to (laughs) say, are going to be in the show notes at odddadoutpodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe to the show on all of your favorite podcatchers, whether you're on Apple or Google or Spotify or Radio Public or any of those things. It's all there. Just like the links to buy yourself a shirt or coffee mug or sticker or skateboard or hoodie or whatever the hell you want to buy with my little logo face on it because you want to show off your shit. And if you do that, I might just have an extra special something for you. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. But (laughs) also links to support the show if you don't want to buy a shirt and you just want to give me your money. Like Chris from Play Comics, Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts, kate from ignorance was bliss and the always wonderful lisa and sam from i shake my head you can donate on patreon at patreon.com slash out i might have it backwards but click the little link on the webpage. you'll see it it's all right there all the links are there <laughs> i know i'm rambling all right i'm done i'm done i'm done Hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Out. Share it with your friends, share it with your enemies, share it with the random people you don't even know because you're awesome and you love sharing me with people and things and creatures and dogs. I don't know. Okay, I'm mildly insane. I'm sorry. Until next week, Oddballs, thank you and good night.